Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, this is an amazing story. Uh, we tried to get to Sam Harvey last week, but technology let us down. Uh, this is an amazing man, I can tell you. Occasionally you come across something in sports or the athletic field that just makes you shake your head in disbelief. And not the sort of disbelief uh, I can uh, really believe. New South Wales uh, lost that. More the sort of dis- disbelief that uh, you you didn't actually know something was that possible. And when I talk New South Wales, I'm talking... Uh, about their footy team. Uh, New Zealand uh, endurance athlete Sam Harvey's latest adventure falls into the category after running non-stop for more than four days. Yeah, four days in an attempt to break an ultra-distant running world record. Ran 101 hours, covered 677 kilometres in the Australian Masters Backyard Ultra at Dead Cow Gully in Queensland, along with Australian Phil Gore Harvey. Equaled the existing world record just before 2pm New Zealand time when he completed his 101st lap of the course and that was when the mining effort had to end as breathing conditions from a suspected chest infection became just a little too much for the man. Sam Harvey, good morning to you. Great to catch up with you finally. Good morning boys, how are we? We're good, how's the health? Yeah, pretty good, eh? Um, on, on, on the men, had a few days and... Um, on the on the Sunshine Coast, and uh, yeah, but just back, back into it, really. Uh, people around the country right now are shaking their heads in disbelief and saying to uh, themselves and their friends, why? Why would you do this, Sam? And I've got to say, I'm echoing their thoughts. So please tell us. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just now tied to this thing. Uh, there is... There's a lot of pain and suffering and boredom that goes into this thing, but there's this intangible prize on the other side of the darkness, and you don't really, you're not going to ever really understand what it is, and no one can tell you what it is. You've you've got to experience it for yourself, and uh, yeah, I guess I'm just I'm a little bit addicted to to what comes on the other side of that adversity, and then also uh, I guess I'm just here. Uh, to do this for others at the moment, this has become much bigger than myself. And uh, if I if I give up now, then um, then I failed those people that it will benefit. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm here for the long haul. Well, tell us about those people. Tell us about the cause that you know you you're putting your body, your mind, everything on the line for, Sam. Yeah, of course. So I mean. First and foremost, I've uh, recently partnered up, partnered up with Mike King at I Am Hope, and I'm uh, I'm raising capital or raising money for for charity for uh, for mental health in New Zealand, especially uh, especially the youth here in New Zealand. We're a bit of a third world country as far as resources in the mental health space go, so we're just trying to change the conversation and uh, bring a bring a new light into that space. So. Uh, I am, yeah, helping on that front, but then also, yeah, I'm basically just trying to shine a light into other people's lives, showing how truly limitless we are. I mean, I I wasn't always an athlete. Uh, I was 
uh, your typical kind of sad teenager and um, I didn't really see as much hope for the future as, as I've accomplished and I just want to you know, be that ray of sunshine to show that if you, if you put your head down and you're patient and you're resilient, you can achieve something truly great. So when you prepare for this, uh, obviously, you know, you have to do a serious amount of work. When you get to the start line, though, when you get, what, how, how quickly do you get into a zone? I mean, because you can't, you, I mean, mentally, you just must have to attune yourself to the task at hand. But how, what kind of zone do you get yourself into, Sam? I just turn up to get a job done, really. It's business mode from, um, from day dot. Uh, because these things go so long, though, uh, quite traditionally for me, the first day is complete and utter boredom, uh, whereas this one was a little bit longer than my traditional one, so the first two days were basically complete and utter boredom. And I was looking for the easy way out. Every time I had a little niggle, uh, uh, maybe a, a slight cramp or a slight tightness of the tendon, I was like, oh, is that going to go? Is that going to go? Maybe maybe this is my race. Maybe I'm done. And and I was thinking, oh, there's a, there's a nice beach two hours from here. We can just pull out now and, and go to the beach and, and, and call it a day. And then, uh, yeah, that's, that's where kind of I need to get myself into the zone of, you're here to do a job. It's going to suck for the next few days. You have trained like an animal for this, and it's not your body that's going to fail you. Fail you on this one. You've done all the all the right things leading up to this. So just get your head right and and, and get the job done. Be an adult. Be an adult and and and, and finish what you started. Wow, uh, incredible um, resilience, I've got to say. So, I mean, you don't do this alone. Um, you have um, um, people around you, etc. I mean, the, the pain is all yours, but uh, tell us how you, you partner up or tell us how you get by with somebody. Yeah, for sure. So that's probably a two-part two part answer, one being my crew and then the second being uh, the people out there uh, on the race course. So uh, firstly, I have an amazing crew. Uh, my mum and dad come to, to all of these last man standing races and yeah they're pretty pretty well seasoned my mum was uh, my mum was crewing for my dad uh, when he did the coast to coast only about a week before I was born so she was heavily pregnant and um, and running around after him so uh, it's it's not like it's a new thing to them and they're very very well organised in the race base which basically just allows me to run they they do all the hard stuff as far as cooking, cleaning, food, hydration, uh, all, all the organisational tasks, which takes all the mental load off me. And, uh, yeah, and then secondly, uh, there's the people out there on course, and, and basically uh, if you want to go fast, you go alone, and if you want to go far, you, you, you go together. And, yeah, basically in these races, it becomes less about an ego trip as far as you as you wanting to win and more so you wanting the most for everyone else out there on the course. So you, you build some strong alliances, you build some friendships. I mean, just this last week I've built friendships for absolute life, like guys that I'm going to rely on in races and life in general, uh, which is pretty phenomenal. And, yeah, you, you support each other out there because in order for you to go far, they must also go far because in the last person standing format 
basically once there's only one person left, you're not allowed to continue running by yourself. So, yeah, you all, always need at least one person out there assisting you to, to get you to your goal. So I have, yeah, I built, built a few alliances with, with some really cool guys out there. Uh, Ryan Crawford, who's the, who's the Australian number two and uh, he's going to be going to the world championships with me because I've twisted his arm. And uh, Harvey Lewis, who's the number one out of, uh, out of the USA, we, uh, we, we forged a, a pretty strong friendship and uh, we, we got each other as far as we got. He, uh, he got into the early 90s, I believe, and uh, it, was, it was pretty sad when he, uh, when he popped off. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was great having him out there because definitely added to my race to to get to where I was going. Sam, Louie here, mate. I think we spoke back when you did the Spencer Park event last year and we thought that was probably about <laughs> as, mad as, you, as mad as you could go. How many kilometres was that versus this? And how, ma- how many miles have you put on your body in between to, to season your body and your joints? Like the actual f- physical aspect of it. Are you, are you running hundreds of kilometres a week or what are you doing? Yeah, correct. Uh, the, the Spencer Park one last year was pretty funny because um, I basically went into that off the back of another race where I'd done a 24-hour track race in South Sydney. And so you have 24 hours and you're on a 400-meter running track and you've just got you've got to run around the track as many times as you can to, to block up as much distance. And I'd never done it before. I went out there, absolutely destroyed myself. Uh, had some malnutrition and and basically I split the split the cartilage on the head of the femur. I chipped the bone on the right hip and um, and had some tendonitis in the right ankle. So I was like I was stuffed, absolutely injured. I'd torn the I'd torn the quad uh, the hip flexor, so I couldn't get dorsiflexion on my right leg. Basically for a month I had to lift my leg with my hands in order to to move my right leg. And yeah, it was only two weeks after that race that I went and did that Spencer Park one, and I just went in there saying, "Well, who knows what's going to happen? Like, you're broken, you're sore, and yeah." And and then I ended up winning that one, which was phenomenal. I did 235 kilometres in that one, I think. And I basically now have the mentality of if I can win that race over that distance in the state that I was, absolutely destroyed then basically if I'm, I'm if I'm healthy I can win any race uh, and then the other the other question about uh, seasoning my body yeah basically if I'm if I'm training properly I'm doing about 160 to 180 kilometers of running per week uh, however I've, I've basically had an ultra marathon every every month since February yeah I've had February March April May June yeah, I've had an ultra marathon every month since then, which uh, each each race needs kind of its own build phase, and then a little bit of a taper just to give yourself a, a rest into the race, and then you've obviously got to have some recovery. So my training for the last few months hasn't been super consistent, but where I've been able to get it up to that 150, 160k uh, per week mark, I've, I've definitely uh, tried to attain that. Uh, now that I've got this big one out of the way and, and I'm looking forward to World Champs in October, basically my plan is to uh, ramp things up to a level that I've never 
done before and I'll probably be aiming for the 200 plus kilometre per week mark over the next four, mu- four months. Oh, God. Todd, I'm, t- I'm, I'm stuffed talking to you. Uh, Sam, listen, uh, we've, we've all... We have all watched um, television. We've seen marathons. We've seen um, triathlons, etc. We see the water stations. Uh, we, we see, you know, little bits of food stations and things like that. How does it work for you guys over that period of time? Yeah, sure. Great question. Uh, that's basically a fundamental aspect of the ultra marathon. Uh, it's, it's it's essentially a cornerstone of of what you're doing and. Yeah, an ultramarathon is realistically a a glorified eating contest. Uh, You're burning burning calories consistently every hour, which means you've got to be putting in calories every hour to match. Uh, If you you miss an hour, especially two hours, then you're going to really feel it, and that might be the end of of your race. So I always encourage people to, to not miss an hour, and if you miss an hour, you better not miss that hour after it or, or you're going to suffer. But what I generally aim for is uh, 40 to 90 grams of carbohydrate per hour, depending on where my stomach's at, because that's essentially all you can all you can digest within the hour. Every about four, four hours or so, you're putting protein in to, to essentially maximize muscle repair and, and to feed your brain so you don't go off the loopy end and uh, and then depending on the heat you're, you're putting in about 500 ml which is a soft flask of uh of hydration and you're generally you're generally taking that on as a, as a sports drink so powerade vita sport something like that so that, that's actually giving you 20 grams worth of carbohydrate, so you're getting you're getting some liquid calories. It means you don't have to eat so much food because yeah, your uh, your palate gets very overwhelmed with all the, all of the eating. So if you can, if you can drink some of your calories, then uh, that's that's pretty key. Do you care if you never see Dead Cow Gully again? Ah, <laughs> uh, it was painful. However, it was one of the most fulfilling weeks of my life. I can see myself going back there, especially if we have uh, if we have a good turnout. the 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 prospect of, of breaking breaking barriers, breaking records, is very appealing to me. So, yeah, from that aspect, I would go back to Dead Cow. It was a beautiful place. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's it's in the it's in the middle of nowhere by a very big stretch. Uh, it's, a, it's a middle of nowhere town. You're running around on a dusty, unproductive uh, cattle ranch. But, yeah, the colours were beautiful. The people were great. Uh, yeah, blue, beautiful skies, amazing orange and purple and pink sunrises and sunsets. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal. So I, I can see myself going back there. It might not be for a couple of years, but yeah, we'll just we'll see what happens over the next couple of years. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot coming up. You're an amazing man, Sam Harvey. I've got to say, um, 
Your, your fortitude and uh, your mental willpower is uh, quite incredible and we applaud you for that and uh, we applaud you for uh, what you achieved over there, um, 101 hours, 677 kilometres, which is uh, just a, a staggering distance in a, in a relatively short space of time that you were able to do it. So congratulations, Sam. I uh, would love to catch up with you again, uh, perhaps prior to the World Champs, to see how things are going. But uh, yours is a terrific story, and particularly when you add on the benefits of, to other people from what you're doing. Congratulations, and thanks for your time this morning. No worries, lads. I very much appreciate it. You take care.